Welcome to the Electronic Gaming Mostly podcast with Milk Toast, Mike, and Monty and Gabler. And go. Talk. Yeah, that was for you. <laughs> what? I'm the more important one now. All right. No longer a side character. <laughs> I'm a front center side character. You're the number two. <laughs> yeah. You're the right hand man. Yeah, the right hand arm man. And I'm yeah. the number one. Oh. <laughs> and Mike is the originator, so, you know, it's as it should be. Zero, one, two, three. All right, now that we've reestablished the order of things. Yeah, I, I guess we'll what's on the list? Like, uh, what we've played, the games we've played. <laughs> Video games. Well, we played DMZ. Yeah, there was that. We played that quite a bit. And, and that's all uh, I've played. And then there was DMZ. I have a job. I mean, I played World of Warcraft Classic. I've been doing it for the purpose of, like, recording videos and putting them up secretly on the internet for some kind of stable background income. Uh, without much make connecting them to me. Nothing yet, because I haven't been putting them up fast enough. I gotta get, like, a catalog... I don't yeah. think YouTube even lets you monetize until you've you already put like a certain number of videos viewers out. or something like that, or subscribers, whatever. It's a process. Right? It's, it's not like it used to be. With Twitch, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not like it used to be. Got a single fucking paycheck, even with subscribers. I think I have a channel that used to be monetized. I don't know if they take away monetization when they did the changes. We'll see. I'm gonna look into that too because we're starting up a YouTube channel to like get, do game reviews and stuff but this is more like a, a background side hustle where it's not tied to me at all it's just it's just stupid videos um but i i was doing this thing where i was like recording unnecessary amounts of data and you know mike was right just just who fucking cares <laughs> so i've gone to a faster way of recording and editing and i actually put out two videos i haven't put i haven't published them yet but they're up and ready to go i gotta get my photoshop situation handled so i can make thumbnails or maybe I'll just start drawing on shit in MS Paint. I don't care. But in the process, I've been playing Wrath of the Lich King Classic. Eh, it's not bad. They got like a 50% XP thing. I really forgot that there's leveling gear in Wrath of the Lich King. That's when they added leveling gear. So I'm thinking like, man, maybe I should... Because the, the content I'm recording isn't relative to what level I am. It's just like specific zones. And then I choose a... A class and character for those ones. The thing is, like, it's really rough leveling in classic content because <clears throat> you'll hit these blockers. You know, back before Cataclysm came out, Blizzard wasn't really knowledgeable in how to create quest lines and things like that. And despite what people think about classic versus Cataclysm, it really Cataclysm did solve a lot of problems, you know, it, it created a better narrative zone Well, you didn't zone. need to come up with a five-person group at level seven to kill a fucking pig. So that, you know. True, <laughs> true. <laughs> that is so and Dude became true. a fucking dungeon boss. Uh, trying to find that dude, that lost guard, oh, and he had to go into the fucking Murloc Lake. Alone. Well, the worst part, so I'm playing a warrior, so... Turns out times, he was dead, by the way. Spoilers. I mean, yeah, there's, 
So there's there's knowledge I have retained. Like you got to have a good weapon as a warrior, and so every now and then you got to upgrade that weapon. But you know, I, I think people don't really understand what it was like back in the day because now it's like okay, every ten levels they're going to give you a weapon, or every five five to ten levels you're going to get a weapon, and a lot of the quests are like, hey, here's a cluster of rewards that you can choose that kind of cater towards what you want to do, you know? Oh, you're a warrior, and we detected that. Here's a fury weapon. Here's a two-handed arms weapon, and here's a shield or something. And you pick which one you want. But back in the day, that didn't happen. There's a lot of quests you do, and it's like, oh, you're a warrior? Here's a wand. Even mages don't want wands. <laughs> the only thing that shit was good for was when people were trying to run away and they were almost dead. Well, it took three and a half is, seconds to cast a fireball, you know? <laughs> so in order to get weapons in Classic, you got to know where to get those weapons. And they got things like, oh, here's a vendor that walks from Elwyn Forest counterclockwise to Westfall through Duskwood, through Red, Red Ridge Mountains, and back to Elwyn Forest. And he just does a loop like that. And you got to find him, and his fucking inventory is randomized. <laughs> so the odds that he'll have the executioner two-handed sword on him or something. Fortunately, I found him, and he had two of them. So I bought both of them, one to give to a paladin later on, because they're buying them equipped. Uh, <laughs> like, Jesus. I've been playing the auction house. That's something I never did when I first played World of Warcraft, is doing the auction house thing. I had no fucking clue, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a... I'm going to be a warrior, and I'm going to fucking blacksmithing, man, because I want to make my own shit. Boy, was that a fucking mistake. Now it's like, I know what the fuck I'm doing, so I'm skinning an herbalism, and I just sell it, and I have hundreds of gold already at level t fucking 30. No problem buying a mount. Of course, it's Wrath of the Lich King, so you get your first mount at level 20 instead of level 40 like it used to be, and your second mount is level 40, and then flying it. Uh, I think 60. I think Unrestricted 60 flying is like. nice. You know? Like yeah. The, uh, the world is built for flying. Well, not in, not in vanilla. No flying in vanilla. That's not called cataclysm. Yeah. Well, that'll be next. I don't think they're going to do cataclysm. I think the whole point of these classics is because it's something you can't access anymore. They're just going to bridge the gap retail and classic are going to be the same game. You're going to go through some fucking portal and change over to the other game. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Kind of how like, it should have been from the beginning. When you look at classic, it, it's like basically a remaster, but that's not what I want. I want to remake. I'd like to play vanilla and the burning crusade and wrath of the Lich King with current standards, current animations, current character models, current quality of life improvements. You know, all of that kind of stuff. Qu current leveling process and stuff. I want to experience all that old school nostalgic content, but without the stuff that was terrible. Now, you know, there's people out there that are purists, and hey, you got classic now. But let's, you know, for retail, open up the fucking, the caverns of time, and let's go back in time and fucking, let me level some characters that way, you know? And when you do the chromy time shit, let me do that. Let me go, hey, I want to do classic vanilla and just throw me back in that world. They clearly have the, the stuff for it. Why not? <laughs> Whatever. Because you think you do, but you don't. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad, but it's Wrath of the Lich King currently. So 
a lot of the talents have gone through two expansion iterations. You know, when you think back to vanilla, vanilla was really rough to level. Um, yeah, I'm familiar. Took but once you get to Wrath of the Lich King, if you haven't played Classic and you're interested in Classic, Wrath of the Lich King's where it's at because at least there's a lot of changes. Like, I'm, you know, I'm fucking shit up as an arms warrior because you can do the overpower build where you 100%, whenever, every time Rend deals damage, it allows you to use overpower and you have a talent that makes overpower have a 50% increased chance to crit. So you're just critting all the time. And you got sword mastery, like 10% chance to attack twice with swords. You know, it's it's enjoyable to level. I haven't had any moments where it's like, Ugh. there have been some times where I've had to go, okay, I got to go somewhere else to level. I can't just stay on this path. It's Again, it's not like it is in Cataclysm where you can just go Elwyn Forest, Westfall, Red Ridge, Duskwood, Stranglethorn, and you, you know, you're fine. In Classic, you got to go like, Ellen Forest, Westfall, Red Ridge. Now run Lock through Madan, the Searing Gorge. Okay. Lock Madan, then the Red Ridge. Okay, now you Duskwood. Yeah, Duskwood, Duskwood. A little little tiny bit of Stranglethorn. Now you're going to have to go up to Hillsbrad Foothills. Like, <laughs> you do have to, like, you know, and I can't record that stuff because it's not relative to that character and uh, class combination. So I just go do those and I progress for the character but it feels like a waste of time and in, in what i'm trying to do in terms of some form of work but uh you know something beeping your house on yeah. fire no that's my pressure cooker it's first round on my chili put the meat in and seasoned it and it's the first round of pressure cooking it takes about 20 minutes in a little bit i'll go put a Good bunch of fucking that. beans and onions in there That'll be fine sitting there. It's chilly. The longer you cook it, the more delicious it is. <clears throat> Anyways, nothing about classic. How's Call of Duty? I mean, I've been playing it, but I want to hear from you except guys. Except for the crashing and the cheaters. Still, Other than that. Still crashing. Well, the game's too big, my dude. Like, there's bound to be something always. How big of a game is it? It's the biggest game ever. <laughs> yeah, all right. They got all, I mean, all the different skins, all the different shit they keep track of, the ridiculous like menu animations and backgrounds that they don't need to have. It's just <laughs> it's something. A lot of unnecessary, yeah. Well, it's always there's always some kind of hitching or lag or something, especially on the big maps, because I guess that engine's not made for, you know, PUBG-sized maps. You think it's an engine problem? I mean, I don't think it's unique to that engine, but yeah, it's just not made for big maps. Even ground is war there, gets some Is there weird... that much crashing in Warzone? I don't know. I haven't played a whole lot of Warzone. It seems like DMZ is a big issue for them, and I think it might have to do with NPCs. You see NPCs just clustered somewhere sometimes, like they never got their fucking orders to run, like their command lines that tell them to go somewhere and post up. Never really ran, so they're just sitting where they've been dropped off, and like five helicopters have landed there to drop them off. Well, yeah, the, the AI is pretty bugged out. I don't... <laughs> I don't know how they could say that they have some kind of new revamped AI and then they're just as retarded as ever. And then 
they t- they have no reaction whatsoever when you shoot them if they have armor on. Yeah, well, they can turn around the, and shoot you while they're sprinting. While their guns are not even pointing at you yet. Well, like even even people can do that. I, they've been doing that in every Call of Duty since at least 2019. It's the Jordan. Like you think the like the Jordan logo yeah. with him flying through the air and just put a fucking gun in his hands. That's what you're. That's the last <laughs> thing you see before you die most of the time. Because <laughs> they're jumping through the fucking air and the gun's not even pointed at you. They're not looking at yeah, you on your screen. Up in the air. <laughs> Oh God, yeah. My, I think that's that is my biggest complaint in DMZ is the, the AI, especially how early on there are armored AI. I understand like certain serious locations having armored guys. Um, I think it's a little crazy to have regular like out on the street armored guys just out on the street. Um, that early, like super early in the game, and also the I like. Okay, they're heavily armored, but can they react to my bullets? Like, it takes an entire magazine to put an armored AI guy down. That's dumb. I mean, technically, I <laughs> you can kill them in four bullets. There, There's three different kinds of... Well, there's more than three, but in terms of armor... shots. There's three different types of enemies. There's the unarmored, there's the lightly armored, which is one headshot to get rid of their helmet, another shot to kill them. And then there's well, that, the dude in the black well, that's armor. Just, they take so the three thing- shots to get rid of their helmet and then one shot to kill them. And it doesn't right. matter what gun. Snipers. Oh, well, I mean, snipers, groups, I think, is one shot to get rid the of the way, helmet. are two shots to the chest, which is really the upsetting part. It's the same number of shots to their chest as it is their head, which makes no fucking sense. I mean, just go watch some grand thumb videos. Helmets do not do a great job at protecting. You know, it's kind of like a security theater thing, really. Yes, if you get shot in the head, there's a chance your bullet, the bullet can graze off or maybe just impact and give you a little cranial fucking, maybe nothing happens. Just a little brain bleed. Maybe some fucking cracking in your skull. I mean, I guess that's better than it going through your skull, but there's also a high chance the bullet's just going to go right through that fucking helmet. I mean... I've learned anything from video games is that any amount of armor helps, even biker helmets. <laughs> it's just such bullshit. <laughs> Plastic and styrofoam can save your life, folks. Hey, if it helps you from hitting your head on the sidewalk, then what's a bullet? It's so tiny, bullets. I don't know. It's just <laughs> one of the reasons PUBG was ridiculous. You're Everyone's supposed to reward walking around in their neurodivergent time. helmets. Shoot him. You're supposed to reward people for headshots in video games. Period. It's been like that forever. If you want to make two headshots be the thing to take these guys down, I disagree. It should be one, but fine. Make the fuck, at least make some fucking, con- it doesn't even make sense. I shoot these armored guys in the chest all the time. One in the chest cracks, next one in the chest kills them. So what's the fucking point? I don't know. It would make more sense if it was three to the chest and two to the helmet. And then I'd just be telling you that that shouldn't be the case. It should be one to the head, two to the chest. Okay? With a sniper rifle. A good, fucking, powerful sniper rifle. Yes. I should not have to burn... Like, if you don't have a battle rifle, and you try to go one-on-one with one of these fucking black-armored guys, you're going to die. 
I've had vectors. I've had fucking uh, P90s. What any SMG? I always full armor me, full armor the fucking NPC. The moment I see him, he's already putting rounds in me, and there's no way I'm gonna come out on top of that engagement with that bot. He's gonna down me every time it happens. The only time the vector that doesn't actually happen, works pretty well. I don't know, but maybe maybe a specific kid on it, but. For me personally, that's how it's always been. If I engage him with like an M4 or something, I'll kill him, but I'll have lost all of my armor and be half health and need to put three fucking plates on. Like, when I look at my inventory, how many fucking stacks of plates, that's how many fucking black armor guys I can take, unless they're not shooting at me at all. In that, in that case, they're going to be shooting at my friend and taking his fucking armor away. The only way I can kill black armor guys is to be far enough away that they just haven't registered or they're running around from my shots and shit, and I'm dropping them like that with sniper rifles. If I'm in close quarters combat and one of those guys comes, fuck it. It's a, that's even like regular enemies that aren't armored. They'll still crack your fucking armor before you can even react just to get a headshot on them. Like the only way you can deal with these NPCs is to get the jump on them from a distance. And okay, but the problem is the game constantly forces you to do shit where these guys are going to be coming through doors, shooting before they even get through the fucking door, and sometimes walking through the fucking wall or shooting through the wall. I'm not asking for your AI to be really good. I'm just asking you to tone down the aimbot shit. They're bots, okay? We, we have operators in the game, aka players, that are supposed to be a threat. I am not scared of players at all. We engage players all the time. The only reason why we call out players is so we know to put our attention on them, but I will be dealing with players and bots will be fucking me up. I'm like on a rooftop and bots are like 200 feet away shooting shots at me, cracking my fucking armor. And I'm like, great. Now I got to turn around and shoot this fucking idiot bot. Okay, he's dead. It's just six fucking dudes all across the map because you're on a skyscraper. Oh, he's up there. Get him. <laughs> Meanwhile, the fucking players, you just, they're not a problem. I downed him. They never the expect problem... it. The problem down, with the down, AI down. is they'll do shit where like they'll all start shooting you in a car, even though they have no idea who's in the that car. The moment they see you, yeah. The moment. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Just make it so they're they don't initially shoot as much. Like if you can get if you could sneak up on them with a suppressed weapon, it's usually not a you know a yeah. terrible engagement. But <laughs> you should be able to drive through the fucking map without. Without them doing anything, Without for the most part, unless crack. you sh unless you run one over or they get too close for too long. Otherwise, but what's the fucking point of a vehicle? Oh, I got there fast, but all my armor's gone because I got shot by every NPC on the way. Come on, man! I agree, one hundred percent. Cars should be. They also got to do something cover... about the ammo. Like it is not worth it to use a marksman rifle at all because all they have is AR slash LMG ammo, and that applies to assault rifles, battle rifles. And light machine guns. And then they have pistol SMG, which is why SMGs aren't worth it. Cause you can only carry 145 bullets instead of 210. Like you can with the uh, assault rifle ammo and then sniper and marksman falls into snipers and you can only carry 40. Yeah. So your options are 145 pistol rounds slash submachine gun rounds, 210 assault rifle, battle rifle, light machine gun rounds, or 40 marksman rifle or sniper rifle rounds. And some of those marksman rifles are made to be shot pretty fast. So I think, yeah, I think those would be some changes. Definitely increase ammunition. 
on the back end, like you know, that you carry the sniper ammo is fine, but like make it so you can carry 120 bullets if you're using a marksman rifle. Like, stop basing it on the ammo type and base it on the weapon you have. That's well, one of the reasons I use battle rifles. Because like you can expect you to carry around extra ammo in one of your slots. Like, okay, I'll do that when you reduce the amount of fucking damage the NPCs are doing to me, taking all my fucking armor away all the time. They probably expect you to do teamwork type shit where it's like, all right, I'll carry all the plates. You carry all the ammo. (laughs) Okay, the guy with the ammo is dead because he had no plates. (laughs) Meanwhile, uh, you know what? That the whole plate situation would work just fine. Like, I think these changes would make it work. I don't think maybe like the extra ammo on the map to where you can carry it around in your bag would work if you made it to where teammates couldn't pick their friends up without like a, a fucking in medical injector because as it stands like oh you got cracked and downed and you didn't plate fast enough or you got greedy and didn't plate off of that crack or, or you didn't have full plates maybe you had a, just a two-piece vest or something like that and now you're down oh that's fine his friend's gonna pick him up and he's gonna put them two plates back on or some shit like there's been so many times when we've downed an entire team, like collectively over over. four fucking times. <laughs> and then they just, you know, catch up to us in the exfil chopper and shoot through me to kill you two. And we're all dead. Like those fuckers should be dead four times over by now. Just, but no, they win. Cause you know, they, when they went down, they were behind a half nothing wall. To pick your teammate up. Uh, how do we go from needing like defibrillators and shit? Isn't that what you needed in Blackout? Am I wrong? Could you just pick each other up in Blackout? No matter what. The way it should be is you just get rid of the down mechanic. Like every time you pick someone up, it should take as long as it does when they're all the way dead. I don't agree with that. Yeah. I think there needs to be a difference between down and dead. But I don't even. I just think I just think you should need a medical injector to pick people up. It would be nice if they had like a cooldown. So. First time you down them, it's a regular down. But if they get downed again within like, I don't know, 60 seconds of that first down, then it's a I know a people down. propose that a lot and it's a good idea, but I think it'd be too complicated for these fucking developers to implement something like that. I, I honestly think like if you need a fucking item to self-res yourself, why doesn't your friend also need an item to res you? It's just, it's kind of weird. Like, oh, you have a medical injector on you at all times? Because they do the, that's the animation. You go up and stick them with a medical syringe. Well, where the fuck did he pull that from? His ass? Just shares the needle. There's literally no reason to have medical injectors in this fucking game right now. You you pick up those fucking EpiPens or whatever. It's like, this is fucking trash. I'm not going to pick that up. What am I going to do? Lose my plates and then stab myself with a thing? What situation is that? It's stupid I mean, in multiplayer. It's good when you're trying to run away from a shit ton of NPCs, but that's about it. Maybe. I mean, I they're know. actually they good in multiplayer, so but fast. in multiplayer, there's no armor. There's no armor. That's right. The same reason why Quick Fix is great in multiplayer and fucking sucks in Warzone and DMZ. Yeah, so I'm. that's all I'm saying is just make it make it cost that. I think that would fix a lot of problems because then it, then you'd have a reason to carry some of those. You might not carry so many. You gotta reduce people carrying armor plates. Well, we had those fucking guys that were on the roof 
at the beginning of the game, yeah, and we downed them like three times, and then so we said, okay, fuck them. We downed the fuck out of them, but we couldn't kill them because they're up on top of some kind of skyscraper we couldn't get to. Yeah, they're on the opposite side of the map, and we just kept sniping them and downing them. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Said, and then they them. ended up being and a part of why we died game, at the end of the they fucking stayed game. There the they were part fucking of it. They were the whole fucking time. They stayed there the whole fucking time, and the gas is coming in. We call game, the fucking yeah. chopper. It comes down. We drop. We down them up there again. One of them jumps down, and I fucking down him and finish him. I we're in the chopper. I'm going to the chopper. Yeah, one in guy landed mind, on the two front, guys and downed I it killed him through the cockpit. Down yeah. that guy. <laughs> in my mind, those guys got downed up on that fucking building, so I'm not even thinking about them being a threat because they were both downed up there. Now they had a self revive kit, or one of them had a self revive kit and picked up his friend, blah 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 blah. blah. Like, come on, man. Well, I downed what? the same guy like four times. Yeah, I forget what his name was, but it was a, a silly name. Was that Throat Pie? Yeah, Throat yeah. Pie. <laughs> Good old I Throat shout Pie. Out to throat Pie, you're a loser. And the right. thing is, like. You gotta incentivize it from a developer perspective. You gotta incentivize people not Jimmy carrying Smith a, a large backpack full of plates. One, two, three, go fuck yourself, Avenue. <laughs> so right now, the way it is, you, when you get kitted out, and this is from my experience, you you get a large backpack, you get a three plate vest, you're ready to go. What do you got? You got three plates on your your person. You got three plates in your pocket, and then you got a whole fucking row of plates and maybe one. So extra self-revive or one munitions crate or something like that. That's it. There's no reason to carry anything else. Grenades are so fucking useless. Oh, yeah, you might have that one time you threw a Simtex and it took a group of guys out. Or, yeah, you might have that time you put a fucking proximity mine. But here's the thing. They're all over the fucking ground anyways. So when you need a Simtex or a grenade, hey, NPC, kill him. There's the fucking grenade. Like, it's literally... I've never been in a firefight with players and be like, man, if only I had a Simtex right now. Or if only I had a grenade. Simtex is probably the only good one. Even so, guns are way better at taking people down. You know, there might be the off situation. Yeah, but here's the thing. You can just carry two proximity mines. You don't need a backpack with them. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm, that's my point is you, there's no reason to carry them in your backpack. You have them on your, in your pocket and that's it. And same for your tactical. You have two things in your pocket, and that's it. You got to incentivize people not carrying fucking, what is it, like three plates per slot? <laughs> fucking like five, maybe eight yeah, slots. You have like 30 maybe plates. I, I can it's like 30 fucking plates in one slot. You know how big a plate is? I know, it's so crazy. And there's nothing man. good to spend your money on after a while. So, there's, I mean, exactly. it's just, well, I have $30,000. I guess one I'm just loading up with plates. Three plates. One plate is roughly, I'd say, maybe 14 by 10 inches. And, and here's the thing. About three quarters of an inch thick. Right, right. They need to let you know what the fuck attachments are on these guns that you pick up and that you're buying. Because all you know now is how many attachments it has, but you have no idea what those attachments are. So yeah, the inspect when you see one that's full of attachments, you just... information on it. I mean, that's fucking the, ridiculous. The, even the, when they're the in your inventory. The inspect button. Well, even <laughs> back, back at base, <laughs> when you're just going through your contraband, like, none of them have... You can't see the fucking oh, attachments yeah, on any the of them. attachments, yeah. Didn't they do that in one of the other games where you could inspect your gun and like change attachments on the go? That's or Battlefield. Was that a, that's Battlefield, yeah. Okay, never mind. Well, at least I think they should also let you put more than five things on your gun. 
mean, yeah, I, I know it's an unpopular opinion, but no, it shouldn't. Be I like how Vanguard did it. Dudes literally kicked their fucking guns out in real life to ridiculous degrees. You've seen the Tarkov memes where it's got like fucking 17 different hollow sites on it and like every angle <laughs> <laughs> like stacked on top of each other. I mean, nobody, there's no such situation where you're like five. That's as many as I can put on a gun in real life. Just, yeah. just cut it out. I mean, there's no, the case what's the me. balance for that? Anyways, it doesn't make any sense. Like what's the difference? Well, they start out. We talked about this last week. Put they... a stock on something when you've already got five attachments. Oh, it's going to make it even more stable. It's a fucking laser beam already. Who cares? Let's see. Let me look at my gun. Here. I've got, I've got a hollow sight. I've got a flashlight. I've got a foregrip. I've got a suppressor. I've got backup iron sights and subsonic ammo. Well, that's five. Well, oh, and I have actually my my grip. I upgraded my uh, right your my barrel grip. And my everybody's going to have barrels. Everybody's going to have if they want to a custom grip, a custom well. stock, a fucking custom sights, maybe even cantered sights or something like that. The idea that these are all one thing, whatever. Sure, uh, they're going to have probably a custom barrel. They're probably going to have a grip. They're probably going to have custom fucking magazines, and maybe even ammo types are going to be decided upon. And they're going to have a fucking uh, something on the tip of that barrel. Nobody in the world is going. You know what? I'm only going to put five on my uh, my my weapon here. I mean, too heavy. If I put more, I mean, if I look at my my AR-15, that's got even more shit on that. Oh yeah. It's like a fucking Christmas tree, man. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the point. You get a gun and you're like, oh, I want to put stuff all over this. I want to go outside and spray paint it and put some mesh on yeah. top of it. Spray paint that. It's going to look fucking cool, man. Like half the fun of this game is fucking <laughs> with your spray gun attachments. Gun spray paint yeah. spray paint. And that's why Vanguard was pretty good. The only shitty part about Vanguard was you know, it was all World War II guns. I got to be clear, too. I don't want to... I don't want to de-incentivize. I, I don't want, well, not de-incentivize. I don't want to, I don't want the developers to nerf plates or to make it where you can't carry a lot of plates. If you want to carry around 30 plates, fine. I just want to make it to where your friend can't pick your gay ass up off the ground after I down you without having a medical syringe. If he doesn't have one, you're fucked if you don't have a self-revive kit. That's all I'm saying. I want your friend to have to scramble to get him. And by the way, the NPCs dropped him everywhere. So it's not like it'd be a major issue. Oh, my friend's down. Let me go kill a couple NPCs and pick up a medical syringe. I picked them up. Okay. But in a firefight, if you don't carry one or two, I'm just trying to create a scenario. And by the way, I want to see like grenades stronger. I want to see the blast radius of grenades to be stronger. I want to see 15 a meters grenade. just like real life. I want to see a regular frag grenade down people if it's right next to their feet. I want people to panic when they see the little red thing, as opposed to now, where they see the little red thing and they go, I can take that. Boom. Plate. Plate. No. <laughs> Fuck that. You're not in a bomb vest, okay? A bomb squad vest. You're fuck. At the least, it should, like, cripple you or something. I just want to see... What is that tranny flag? <laughs> it's, it's a blanket. I know. Just it's a visual it. gag, guys. You can't see that. I'm just saying, like, incentivize people to bring other things beyond plates. Don't nerf stuff. Buff other things. With the exception of people being able to just revive their friends 
infinitely without any object required. And by the way, it's whether your friend is down or dead, you require nothing to pick them up. Nothing. It's just a longer time. Nah, man, get the defib. Bring back the defibrillators. I'm pretty sure that was Blackout that had the defibrillators. I'm pretty fucking sure that was a thing. I'm almost certain you needed stems to bring your teammates up off the ground. I'm almost fucking certain about that. And that you could do it yourself. There weren't self-revive kits, but if you had a stem, you'd like stem yourself back up. Hey, maybe, hey, maybe we even do that. If you have stems, you can revive yourself. You don't need self-revive kits to exist. Just kick them out of the fucking game. You got the self-revive pistol. Yeah, keep that, obviously, to shoot your buddy alive. And Maybe you, it, make it so you have to have a self-revive pistol. I, love that. I think that's a little too nerfed. I don't mind people getting picked up often, but they should have to commit to the slots is all I'm saying. Like if I down a guy and all he's care and he's carrying a fucking bunch of... And by the way, I, again, I'm not saying just that one. Like I said, buff, enough, buff the fucking grenades, man. Get those fucking grenades buffed up so that people want to bring grenades around with them. Get the other items, but why is the heartbeat sensor so fucking trash? Why? It doesn't know, make any sense. The spotterscope is pretty good. That's what I use. Well, yeah. All of these. Increase the potency of the tacticals. Increase the damage on the fucking uh, explosive lethals. That's all I'm saying. Oh, no, but, it's, but I ran around and ran over a Claymore. Listen, I'm not asking that Claymores immediately down you. But they should probably, probably immediately should. fucking down you. Maybe you should slow the fuck down and stop running around like you're on shipment, okay? It's, it's DMZ or Warzone. Oh, man, it's like people like Tim the Tatman complaining. And I like the guy. I think he does good content, but he's out here complaining like everybody else. Oh, the time to kill is too fast. No, it's not. If you get caught, if you're, this is the basis behind BR. It's the whole fucking point. If you want to have a, a, a scenario where you know where people are going to be coming from and you're having one-on-one -on -one type confrontations or maybe team shootouts and things where you're on the same footing as the other guy when you go around the corner, that's what multiplayer's for. DMZ and fucking Warzone is supposed to be like BR. Like, oh, do you want to go through this field? Or do you want to go through the tree line? Do you want to get in a vehicle where everybody can hear you coming? Or do you want to go on foot and it's slower? Uh-oh, you got caught out in the open and I sniped you. You should be dead. They should. This is the problem with Fortnite. Oh, I shot that guy. The last time we played Fortnite, we were on fucking buildings. We're playing with Seth. I'll never forget it. Me, Mike, Seth, Monty might have been there. I don't no. remember. We're on some buildings, and there's some fucking loser all by himself running through a field, and we all turn and start shooting him. Da, 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 getting hit markers. And he just fucking Houdini's a fucking six-story apartment building. And now he's fine. He's fine. Why? <laughs> why does that need to happen in BR games? Oh, my God, he had an opportunity. That's why we don't play Apex. Fucking shield... Every I'm fucking full on shield. Crack, crack, crack. I'm hitting his shield. I'm hitting his shield. I'm hitting his shield. I'm hitting his shield. And he's behind the building now. After he just ran between two buildings, 200 meters. The whole time I was shooting him, 200 meters from that, that building to that. He made it before his fucking armor went out. Like, oh, we got to give people an opportunity to react. No, that's the point. You're trying to... BR is about creating real world type scenarios that you would find in actual battle 
with a multiplayer experience that's not some fucking simulation necessarily. So if you get caught out in the open, it's not a problem that you don't have a time to react. You're not supposed to. You need to be more aware of your surroundings. You need to take things more serious. Stop doing fucking pirouettes through the fucking valley and be getting upset because somebody saw you like a moron. Learn shit like how not to walk on the top of a fucking hill because you're cresting and you're creating a situation where you're silhouetting yourself. Understand what it means to have a backdrop and, and maybe fucking camo can actually apply instead of just being a fucking skin. I got a look, guys. I bought the one with the red scarf on my head. Why does camo everybody know where I'm at? DMZ. I think it does. Yes. And well, but you there's don't have people the, out uh, here marker above your head like you do in multiplayer. There's, but there's people out here fucking buying red helmets and shit. Look, I got the one with the red hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah, just aim at the red part on my character. You win. <laughs> Why do people know where I'm at all the time? Doing fucking loop-to-loop -loop with his vector in the middle of a field with a red hoodie on his head? Doing the fucking moonwalk 500 meters away. <laughs> oh, yeah, the moonwalk. <laughs> That's actually something they need to handle because you should probably not be able to see players that far away if you're not going to let me see npcs that far away and you're not going to animate players that far away you probably shouldn't let me see players that far away because it's obviously a player at that point you know one of the i think one of the benefits of having npcs is you can try to blend in a little bit with your movement I yeah mean, i still don't know if that's to your advantage though because instead of you know maybe thinking twice about before attacking enemies are just going to treat you like an npc and jump out and shoot you in the head i don't know yes, i don't know if that's really going to work out in your, I don't know. your favor we, we see people all the time before they see us and i think that's because we have more awareness we're just more we're not we're just better in, than everyone the only time we're in a vehicle is when we're going from a point a to point b situation i see people using vehicles all the time we don't use vehicles all the time it's if we're going a long distance we don't just oh we got to go up to the top of town let's jump in a vehicle no let's fucking Let's take the rooftops or something like that, you know. I'll get on a rooftop and just be looking around for people. I, I, I see people. Half the time we run into people, they're like, let's go to a... You just see them running. Here comes a vehicle. And they stop and they run across the street to the buy station. They're not stopping to look around or anything like that. They're also, not we're, at a, we're in an, at an advantage because we're not forced to use in-game voice chat. So... It's like we're tapped into their fucking comm system, but they can't hear it. No, that's the, that's the worst thing. I don't know why that's a thing. <laughs> in the name of, like, letting people push trash up, talk in up, a lobby. Them, push up. Uh, okay, uh, retreat and flank. Just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Pincher. Oh, oh, no, he got me. He's on the left side. Well, I guess I'll go to the right side. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Thanks for helping me with my tactics. Yeah, that was a terrible call on these poor console players. Well, you can turn off proximity chat. There's an option for it, but they choose not to. They choose not to because they want to be able to, I don't know, talk shit. I have a push to talk. <laughs> I have a PC. I can do anything. I have Discord and a push to talk. I get best of both worlds. PC Master Race, once again. <clears throat> I guess that's it for games play, huh? You've been secretly playing anything, Montre? Nope. Just DMZ. <clears throat> Solo. Yep. Well, I guess we could talk about maybe doing some Dark Tide streaming sometime soon, right?
I gotta see if it's patched. It had some major performance issues. I keep seeing patches all the time in my my Steam feed for that game. Like every now and then, every couple days, or at least every week. I don't know. Every week or two, I've been seeing it pop up in the the what's new thing. None currently, but <clears throat> I mean, it was yeah. it was pretty fucking rough at release. It was okay. I didn't run into too many problems during the beta thing that they had out. I haven't played it since it released, though. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I still kind of like the idea of... I mean, I really wish it was still like medieval kind of fantasy, but not with a bunch of fucking rat monsters. I don't know. I think it's a nice change of pace because they did two Vermintides and this is kind of nice. Uh, sure. I really wish they incentivized abilities a little bit more. It still feels a little clunky with... I mean, it's, you know, it's like a fucking Left 4 Dead game. The guns have never really felt amazing in Left 4 Dead games. I understand what you're saying, because with fantasy, it's more melee-focused. Um, here, it's like, oh my god, ammo. Ammo, ammo, ammo. Always fucking ammo. I think you take ammo out of a game like this, right? <laughs> like, if the if guns are the focus, take. Oh, maybe they take try ammo. to put in the amount of ammo because they're like, well, how often do we really want them to use our guns? Is it like a backup kind of thing, or is it their right. primary weapon? And games like this, I don't think work very well with uh, guns as primaries. There's too many enemies. Yeah, you need. That's why you need to take the ammo thing. You need to have unlimited ammo. That's what I'm saying. When when it's I mean, it is the future, based. right? Why shouldn't you have unlimited ammo? Yeah. Maybe it shouldn't even be bullets. It's just I think you know. only Monty doesn't have that game. I think you and me both have it already. There's a Phasma <laughs> patch today, but they just removed the uh, the holiday stuff. Yeah, I've pretty much given up on Phasma to some degree. Like it's still a fun game, and I wouldn't mind dropping in it every now and then. But I'm it's kind of going the way of Alheim for me. It's very clear what the developers over there think is a good idea, considering what we've seen. Uh, they called the Tempest update a major update. All right. Um, all well, they I mean, did was we had a well, new. Uh, it was starting a major area. Update. Well, it wasn't. Didn't they a redo new major all the lighting update, or really. something. They did something. <laughs> they changed the diff. They. They, they fucked with custom difficulty rewards right after impl implementing it. Um, and then they made some modifications to ghost types. And I think they did a little bit with the weather. Like they modified the weather for the Unity rendering pipeline and then some shit like that. Like nothing crazy. The, the update to the the prepare pre the prep room or whatever that was the apocalypse up <laughs> so like they're out here doing these oh, it's a major update it's like it's not that major they don't get how you hire more people and pump out updates more slowly yeah it doesn't make any sense but at last time man just open up mod support let people play maps made by the community yeah i agree Man, I'd love to play a Resident Evil mansion map on that yep. game. 
it doesn't even have to be zombies or anything like that. It's just, you know, some cool shit. Maybe, maybe even have the puzzles in there, you know? Like, oh, you got to go get the fucking tiger's eye and shit like that. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love that. That'd be fucking awesome. And it's the perfect game to do it with. I don't yeah. understand why they don't. Like, what is preventing them? Be- because they just buy all their assets anyways. Like, yeah. I-, I don't understand why they don't just open it up for the modding community. It makes no sense. It's probably really because weird. they don't want to get embarrassed by the modding community making a better <laughs> game than them. Well, it's probably money-hungry type shit, oh, look, right? here's a mod to make the... Oh, but if we do that, then we can't do DLC in the future. It's like uh, Beat Saber, right? Beat Saber, you could just fucking import songs and people could make shit on their own and then they went and was like, oh, but we're going to release DLC now. It's like, why would I... <laughs> why would I pay you money for these songs? Huh? Yeah. They're not even good. They're not even good, and it's like, oh, look, the you can buy an album from this, and we our people did the Beat Saber stuff. It's like, yeah, your default stuff's not even great. It's the custom, the community based stuff that's great, and they had to leave that in, or people would have been fucking pissed. I'm sure they've made money off of that stuff, but it seems stupid. Move on to your next project. Listen, when you make a game and it's your first game and you're just trying a thing like, oh, Beat Saber people think it's a thing. Yeah, Beat Saber people love it. The trick is not to go, ah, we're going to try to monetize this with all these fucking new mixtapes and stuff that can come out while at the same time still allowing mod support. The trick is to do a sequel or a different game. That's the trick. And then people that want to stay with the first game and do modding and all that, Fine. And then in your second game, you can be like, ah, oh, there's no modding support, but there's new features in it, and we're going to release songs and stuff. They're out here paying money to people like Lizzo and shit to be able to put her fucking music in the game. And like, why? Why are you paying money when people over here are just ripping the song and putting the shit in the game? What? It doesn't make any sense. I'm making sense. <clears throat> Everybody's trying something, I guess. Yeah. Let's talk about your idea BR game first before we move on from that. Because I tweeted this out earlier to Respawn, and I've decided I'm going to tweet at them every month the same tweet. Titanfall plus DMZ. What do you think about that? I really wasn't a fan of running on walls and shit, so. You didn't like Titanfall? Not really. The whole idea was like, oh, you're a pilot and you get inside of the Titan, but as soon as you get inside of the Titan, it's like you're most vulnerable. Everyone just fucking targets you and they bring well, you down yeah, immediately. I mean, that's obviously something they need to work on, but I think I didn't like the Titans and I didn't setting. like the wall running. I love the wall running, man. I thought we talked about this recently and you liked it. Maybe it was Monty that liked it. Was it you, Monty? Hmm? Did you like Titanfall? <laughs> I never played it. Well, I don't know. Maybe it was a fucking dream then. I don't know what the fuck was going on. I could have swore Mike said he enjoyed Titanfall. People were too small and too fucking hard to hit running on walls and stuff. I don't know. I thought thought that game was fun as fuck, man. I mean, that's the kind of game that needs a campaign and it didn't even have one. Like, single player would have been fun with the wall running and shit. I'm pretty sure it did. 
At least the second no. one did. Yeah, the second one did. But I, I think, honestly, that would be kind of cool in my opinion. Like a DMZ-type setting with Titanfall, and you can call a mech in, put on a long timer. I'm not saying that the mech should make you unstoppable. It should just be, you know, some strong yeah, shit. I mean, quick. if it's like Titanfall, it makes you weaker. <laughs> and hardly move. Yeah, I mean, bullets. that's... Uh, they, they definitely needed to be beefier in that game. I'm not saying it's perfect. I mean, being a pilot was more fun than being... But it's better than what Respawn's working on right now. You have to admit that. Their current the game next is, Jedi game? No, their current game no. is Apex Legends. They're the Apex Legends guys. Oh, oh yeah. That game. Yeah. yeah. That's the game we tried to play, but it kept bricking my computer, so... It wasn't we bad, stopped. but it's just been really heavy on shields, which is another word for armor. And uh, it takes a lot of ammunition to crack shields. Just, yeah. I think we talked about this before, too, but they got to compensate for that. Like, in real life... You have a 30 round magazine because that's enough to kill 30 people in theory, you know, in theory, yeah. but in game, even, even games like Warzone, like you're pretty much forced to use an extended mag or something because it takes more bullets to kill. And especially in, well, NPCs, Apex yeah. Legends, no, you're real people too. No, I All think, I armor. think one of the, one of my favorite things about this current call of duty and DMZ specifically is how little time it takes to kill players. You can down a player. If they don't have three armor plates and you have a good sniper rifle, you can down them with one shot. Um, especially if you hit them in the head. I think no. you can down well, a player If they with have three, three plates, plates the they, you will not down them with a headshot. That's right. one of the big changes. Which is the safety, which is, which is the point of three plates, and I'm fine with that. It gives you a little bit of a chance in a sniper fight. But with, a, with an assault rifle... I never have to use all of my guns ammo to just down somebody. I'm not saying like all of M4. it, but I mean way more than you would have to in real life. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. But I think that time to kill might be a little too ridiculous if it was realistic, you know, simulatory. Um I mean we've talked before about <laughs> I always cool just would I would types. I would be up for more realism. Like, yeah, you can have armor plates, but it's only gonna work on your chest because that's where you put the armor oh, plates. Oh yeah, I agree with that. Armor plates should only affect your chest. hundred percent. I mean that's I, the I would whole still point. love to see like more than, you know, four hit boxes. Like you have a heart hit box, a head hit box, which yeah, are we've insta kills. About that. I agree I agree with this. Absolutely. I think cool. bleeding out. I think bleeding out was a cool aspect of PUBG that, for some reason, has not carried into any other BR <laughs> it's games. The same as being downed. Yeah, no. I mean, I think you can have bleeding and downed at the same time. I, I, I like the idea of I shot a guy and he's bleeding, and now he's got to get to cover and stem that. Well, bleeding I mean, I think if you hit him in the uh, back on. in any of the, you know the heart or the head or anything like that, the critical areas, then you don't get to be downed. You're just dead. And you can still get brought back, however, but... <laughs> I'm I'm so fucking tired of killing people and losing. <laughs> like, it makes no fucking sense. There are so many times when people are just totally not ready for yeah, it. Yeah, well, I mean, position, get those out guys, play. those guys that we downed, we probably downed them 20 times total between the three of us and those guys. And they never downed us once until the very end of the game. And I know people say, well, that's when it matters. It's like, yeah, but that's kind of ridiculous. 
These are the it's same people who ridiculous. would be like, bro, you're fucking camping, dude. It's like, th- that's the definition of camping. That's what they were doing. They were camping. It's like, <laughs> that's the proper usage. They, they, they literally the building, stayed on top they of that never building moved. the whole match. Because that, that building is the one we were extracting next to, and they were still up there. And it's the same guy. Because we downed him, and it said his stupid fucking name. Throat fucker. Something like that. <laughs> Throat pie. Real winner. <laughs> Well, we got Harry Potter in February coming out, then Dead Space remake in January, at the end of January. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to the Harry Potter thing, but I'm afraid that they're just going <laughs> to, they're going to do, I mean, what can you do with magic, right? It's like, you got all these spells and in real life, not, not even in real life, but in movies and books and shit, you know, magic is used pretty creatively. Like, <clears throat> want an example, go watch Order of the Phoenix when Voldemort's fighting Dumbledore. Best magical duel in a movie ever. Yeah. But you're not going to be able to do that in this game because you can't right. react fast enough and you can't have enough spells assigned to keys and buttons well, and everything. So I'm, I'm really in. afraid that it's going to be like a Dark Souls clone, except, you know, X is your fire spell and Y is your ice spell. And, you know, I think there's I don't know. been there's cautiously been a lot optimistic of, um, about they've shown Harry a lot Potter. of footage where you're definitely going to be learning new spells by going to class. There's probably going to be like an... There's also dark spells that you can learn. That's a thing. That's why they... I'm pretty sure that's why they delayed the game was because they wanted to flesh out the dark arts a little bit more. Well, you're also going to have access to some new kind of magic. It's like ancient ancient spells or something they called it. Yeah. Which, I mean, it all sounds good, but... If it just ends up being like a fucking arena beat 'em up kind of thing at the end of the day, well, like, I would you know, the say whole, like the Godfall thing, right? Like game, you're, it's an open world kind of, Godfall, yeah. but you know you're locked into combat, and you know uh, I don't know, ca- cautiously optimistic. I'm not going to put too much on combat because I think it's like a Final Fantasy game where the purpose of the game is to kind of immerse yourself in that world. And the well, I really there. wish like feel good. I'm really hoping there's like open world puzzles because you're in Hogwarts, right? There should be like there's going to be, but I'm also afraid that they're going to do that thing that resident evil games started doing it, you know, in resident evil four and beyond where if you just have the item in your inventory, you just walk up to something and hit the button and it just figures it out for you. You did the puzzle. You had press A to use this spell. (laughs) It's like, no, you should have to use different spells and try to figure it out. And things should backfire sometimes. You know what would work? You know, it'd be nice. Remember that game trying. Did you ever play that? No. Never oh, we heard. should play that. The three of us should play that. Trine is a co-op game. It's a three-player co-op game where you play as uh, these three different characters. And one of them's the wizard. And you have to, like... It's almost kind of like uh, the Lost Vikings, but way better. Like, not childlike. And everybody has their own skills and benefits. And the mage has to do things like drawing shapes and shit to get past stuff or levitating things to get past... Like, Stuff like that. Like, oh, you have to draw a shape out that you figure out. Like, you have to do it yourself. It's not like, here's a predetermined shape on the screen and you just trace it. It's like, how do you... Is it like uh, World of Warcraft where the rune appears on the ground and you just have to run around and trace it? No, no, no. Let me pull it up on Steam. Draw a shape. Because they got up to four of them. I played the original with, like, Jihawk and Billy back in the day and I think maybe played the second one. But I've never touched the third... And the fourth one. I think there's like an ultimate collection or whatever. But it's a 2D side-scroller. 
and you're one guy's got a shield and a sword, and the other guy's got like a, a different one. One guy's the mage, but the mage like can draw these boxes, and when you draw a box, it creates a cube. And you get different powers as you go on to draw different shapes and shit like that. But you have to like, you'll come to these puzzles where you got to figure stuff out. It's pretty good. I think we should definitely play that at some, at some point. It's definitely a, a fun game. Like, I remember playing it, but it's been so fucking long. This game came out in 2009. Physics-based puzzles, online co-op. You should definitely play that. Three-player. That's why it's called Trine. P-R-I. Try. That's three. <laughs> I played the, Maybe one the wizard, so I'll, I'll I'll be willing to pass the wizard off to Mike the wizard, who likes to play wizards. And yeah, but no one's got it right yet. That's the problem. <clears throat> I think you'd like this game, Puzzle Guy. It's kind of got like an Ori in the Blind Forest visual to it. Okay, and Dead Space will be fun. I mean, uh, it's kind of a bit of a Resident Evil fix to some degree, right? Survival horror. I don't know that they're changing the game drastically. There might be some changes here and there, but most of it's just a, a gameplay overhaul and a visuals update. I think they're bringing in the physics from the third game, maybe some of the weapons as well. That's going to be good. There's also Jedi Survivor. Isn't that coming out soon? Uh, last That's I heard, it was 2023. Well, it's the sequel to the one with the that guy in it. March 17th is when that comes out. March 17th. Yeah, probably um, play that, but uh, Resident Evil 4 comes out around that time, too. That's true. RE4 remake is going to be... Uh, March twenty fourth, so about you know, you get by, you get a, you get like a two weeks of Jedi Survivor, a week, week and a half, week and a half of Jedi Survivor, and then Resident Evil remake. It's not bad. Then shortly after Resident Evil Four remake, they're gonna announce the next Resident Evil game, the real one. Yeah, uh, I, this Resident is lining up nicely because I'm going to Malaysia in April, so I'll get to play these games before going. It's not going to be. I remember last time I went to Malaysia, Sekiro was launching, and at the time, you know, obviously I didn't know that it's not as good as a Dark Souls game. It's probably the <laughs> weakest Souls game that they've ever made. Oh, by far. I'm just saying it's the weakest. I'm not saying it's terrible. I like the game. It just, you need to have different weapon options and stuff just because the loop on it gets way too repetitive with perfect fucking parry. It's just whatever, man. It's not a good loop. Perfect parry, like. It also didn't feel as good as Dark Souls. It felt very jerky. Well, I loved the open aspect of it, like being able to run on buildings and not having fall damage hardly, unless you fell from a, a ridiculous height. And having stealth mechanics, almost like a Tenchu game, like they decided to kind of return to their roots a little bit, but keep that Dark Souls-esqueness to it. It had a lot going on, and the world was interesting, and the story was slightly interesting. The characters were good. The combat was good, but only to a certain point. After a while, it got so repetitive. I mean, I played it with a mod to lower the difficulty just because I didn't give a fuck. I'm not here to try to prove to myself that I can win at a hard game. I don't give a shit. I'm trying to have a good time and relax, and I don't want to fucking sit here and 
walk away after two hours sweating out of my armpits and shit because oh, I gotta got fucking gotta get the perfect dodge against this butterfly bitch. Like I don't I don't fucking care. Judge me all you want. I'm gonna fuck. I mean, so that's, that's why I stopped. Like Dark Souls and Elden Ring, they're at least fun enough to. Uh, well, you can do builds. You can change your build or make a new character or something if you if you're having a hard time or something. You know, there's every Dark Souls has like an easy build. So if you're having a hard time, you can do that. You know, Elden Ring's a masterpiece. I didn't play with any mods or anything like that. I've beat all the Dark Souls games, and it's not like I played all. I've played multiple characters, multiple That's builds. That's what I'm I've saying. Like, builds, it's Sekiro, there's only age. one option, and it's to smash your fucking face right. against the one boss option. until you yeah. beat it. Absolutely. But when that when I was in Malaysia, that game had released, and I didn't know that at the time. So I'm like, oh, I want to play this game so bad. <laughs> like, oh god, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it in store shelves. Like, oh, there's a. <laughs> so fortunately, during April, there's not really much coming out. So that's. Although I think I'm leaving before Resident Evil 4 comes out, so that might suck. Yeah, sorry, not waiting for you on that one. No, 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 I'm leaving in April. I get back in May. April 18th. And then I return May 13th. I'm hope, really hoping with Resident Evil 4 that they completely redo the last third of the game. Basically everything past the castle oh, yeah, and even yeah. towards the end of the castle when it's just losers shooting at you with crossbows. Like having you enemies that shoot having enemies that shoot is just kind of a cop out in Resident Evil games. It's like especially 5 when they have the cover mechanics like the fucking half-ass cover mechanics and stuff. Stop it. I understand what you're saying. Keep the survival horror element. Yeah. Shinji Mikami came out with a new game a while ago. What was that? Uh, Ghostwire Ghost Tokyo. Haven't played it yet. I haven't played it. It's been out for a while. It's still fucking... It's been out since March 2022, and it's still full price. It's no, it's gone on sale, but I don't even. Very it positive. Was tough reviews. for me to even justify thirty bucks because it looks well, really you know, Japanese, and I'm just very not Japanese. Into it. Very Japanese ghost type shit. I mean, it's got ghost and. Well, I'm sure if you're really into Japanese culture, you'll understand all the references and like the the myths behind all these ghosts and everything. But for me, it's just going to be like, oh, look, the weird ghost. Uh, it seems to be that there aren't guns. There's like powers that you have. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't Meh. mind that part. It's just, you know, he's not exactly known for his smooth <clears throat> gameplay. You know, it's usually carried by the characters and the setting and the story. So if I'm not going to get any of the, the references or, you know, they're not going to explain to me, Japanese culture going into this game. They expect you well, to know, and that's fine, but here's a real interesting twist. It was published by Bethesda software. Okay. Uh, who, who is, they probably own Tango now, right? Didn't they buy out yeah, Tango? Tango developed it, who are the same people who made Redfall. And that's going to be that. Apparently that's a good game. It's yeah, still got evil a, within. They it's were, still the got evil a, within uh, games were good. Redfall but... still has a uh, re release date of twenty twenty three, 
So we don't know exactly when it's coming out, but that's the vampire uh, Dead Space Redfall. Dead Space. What the fuck? Not Dead Space. Uh, I, I we always use it as a, as a reference, but I guess there's other games that have been out since. Like more like the you know Left for Dead is what I meant to say. It's the the vampire Left for Dead game. So co-op shooter, but with vampires and you know special vampires and shit like that. <clears throat> that's what they're that's their current pro I don't know if like I don't know if he's involved with any of that stuff you know well, on some level he is it's his studio well they worked on the high aisle expansion for Elder Scrolls I did they are they the guys who did Elder Scrolls I don't know Probably just helping just out because they're owned by. Uh, maybe Bethesda. maybe they didn't make that. No, Arcane's doing Redfall. I don't know. You click on fucking the studio here, and it just the Tango Game Works, and it shows Bethesda shit. For Thanks, Steam. You're doing great. Tango Game Works. You mean Bethesda? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> Show me more stuff that Tango's worked on. Wolfenstein. No. <laughs> That's the, so disregard everything I just said. Fantastic. <clears throat> Redfall looks fun. I wish they'd put a fucking release date on it. But I mean, I guess the longer it takes, the better it's going to be. I'm also looking forward to Starfield. I know it's fucking the engine, but I, I want to play Starfield. I don't care. It's just Fallout Space. Yes. Yes. Chad meme. Yes. Don't care. There's going to be bugs. Yes. Don't care. We literally had PUBG as game of the year in like 2015 or some bullshit. I don't want to hear a fucking thing from these Zoomers. Okay? These fucking Zoomers will sit here all day and be complaining about shit. Y'all get to say shit anymore. Y'all made PUBG. Remember that fucking... Jesus. Whatever. That's old news. <clears throat> yes. Y'all watch any TV shows on Netflix or anything? Uh, besides Invincible recently, no. What'd you think of Invincible? I liked it. It was yeah. really good. Which was your favorite part? Uh, <coughs> Is the, the dad first your favorite part. character? <laughs> Is your dad the f your favorite character? I think so, yeah. Would you smash that Asian mom? Yeah. <laughs> If, you know, if I were a cartoon character. Yeah. I ain't into that shit, but, you know, if I was, sure. Would you smash cool. Amy Wong even if you weren't a cartoon character? Amy Wong? I don't know. <laughs> She's getting up there, isn't she? I mean, what? It's a cartoon character. <laughs> she stays the same age. <laughs> oh, wait, no, Amy Wong. I thought From Futurama. Yeah. What's her name? The chick that played the mom. I forget her name. I forget her name. I smashed the fuck out of Amy Wong and her ditzy dumbass. With her She's rich. Being giant. Oh, yeah. fuck. Well, no one has a jawbone in that world, you know, so it's. I'll pull those world full of soy. down and just wreck it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, your eyeballs are too far apart. Turn around. Amy Wong. Ain't a nothing Wong with that. <laughs> Amy Wong time. Especially fat Amy Wong. 
There's a fat. I'm gonna female. destroy it. <laughs> Is there an age limit to this podcast? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? Birthday hat? Oh god, did we just hit them? Anyways, I watched no, Blood Almond or Blood days. Origin. I I watched Witcher Blood Origin. Well, I skimmed through a, a good bit of it because I couldn't. I could not be bothered. I'm gonna I'm gonna summarize this. Spoiler. Do not watch Witcher Blood Origin. <laughs> I haven't. I wasn't there. gonna. Thank you for confirming that I made the right choice. Spoiler, no spoilers yet, but I'll tell you when I'm getting into spoilers. Witcher Blood Origins should not even be related to the Witcher series. Because it's not. If you took Witcher off of Blood Origins and just called it Blood Origins, a Netflix series, nobody would watch it. I swear to God, Netflix has a template of just generic storylines. And when when they see like a good deal on the rights to some kind of IP, they just make it work. They did the it with Resident with Evil. Netflix, probably did it with Witcher Blood Origins. So the problem with Netflix, before I get into this review, is that they keep giving people who have no place in the world of directing and writing positions because of their little, they're like, they do this woke, like, diversity bullshit where it's like, oh, yeah, foreign films and we got to get more. Like, there's so many fucking foreign films on Netflix. Like, well, Netflix is watched by people all over. Yeah, but you know what Netflix does? Netflix determines what you see based off where you're at in the world. So they're purposefully trying to get fucking... Dude, bullshit. Like, because I look at Netflix, other it's countries. all like fucking Asian shit. It's all yeah. shit from like Korea. Yeah. Or uh, there's that's a bunch what, of Russian Well, that's shit, what I'm too. saying. Netflix is trying to push those onto American audiences because my diversity. You gotta see more diverse things no, from I, the world. You know, I'm okay with dubbed animated stuff, like cartoons and shit. I'm not okay with watching someone's mouth move and it clearly not match up. That just, that shit irks me. I can't do it. Just give me subtitles. I'll watch it with subtitles. I don't give a fuck. But like, to watch someone's mouth move and the words not really sound like they should be coming out of that mouth, I don't know. I don't like it. Well, half the time it's also like the voice does not match the human it's coming out of. Yeah. Also, yeah. Also, can we stop with the whole? I speak Korean, or or I watched it with the Korean subtitles, and uh, it, it makes more sense when a Korean saying things because the American voice actors are yeah that they're tailoring it to an American audience because we don't under fucking stand what Korean people are talking about. Okay, well, it's it's a whole different culture. You're not gonna understand idioms from Japan if you're not a fucking weeb who's watching fucking hentai all the time and understands idioms from Japan. I love idiom hentai. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Okay, so <laughs> the thing is, like, there's too much diversity bullshit going on Netflix, and that's what we see with a lot of these shows that are just terrible. Resident Evil, but not even, even the stuff that are just Netflix originals, there was that fucking, oh my god, there was that fucking show called Another Life. Did you ever see that shit? Nope. It was so fucking There's a lot of things bad. I haven't seen. It was so fucking bad, okay? It was a TV series that they had Katie Sackoff as the star, okay? 
because you got to have somebody. Out. Katie Sackoff played a lot of a lot of. Uh, I know who she uh, is. Okay, for people that don't know, she <laughs> was Starbuck in Battlestar Galactica in the remake. Okay, and she's done some stuff. She was in like one of the Chronicles of Riddick movies. She's she's a good actress, and she's you know she's attractive. Uh, <laughs> but they put her in this position where she's this astronaut that commands she's the commanding officer of this ship that's on a mission to determine the origin of this alien artifact okay where did it come from okay where did it come from where did you go come on down don't be such a <laughs> so this ship like lands on earth and this fucking crystal tower comes out of it and this guy that's a scientist is uh for the for the government he tries to communicate with it meanwhile no bullshit his wife because you know in the world of shitty writers coincidence is key his wife is katie sackoff the fucking captain of the ship that's gonna go out to see the origin of this thing okay because the it had like a it had like a uh a a map on it or something that just gave them the faster than light travel ship and blah, 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 blah. Okay. The problem is, so this ship carries most of its crew in like hibernation pods and they're supposed to be woken up at the right time, but they get woken up because there's an emergency. Like somehow they didn't prepare for this area of space. That's going to fuck them up if they go through it or some shit like that. I don't remember the reason why I don't remember if they have to refuel at stars or something like that, but it's going to kill them. They have to figure shit out. And they spend the whole time, similar to Witcher Blood Origins, introducing characters in the first episode very fast. Very fast, okay? You can get away with this in shows like Star Trek because you're going to spend all this time developing characters. So you introduce a character just like, oh, it, it, Captain Kirk, he's the main character. And we spent a lot of time with him in the first episode. And maybe we meet Spock. And, and learn about him a little bit because he's the, you know, he's the second guy. And then maybe you hear Chekhov. Maybe he says something about Chekhov and Chekhov is this officer. But they, you're not going to, we're not going to talk about Chekhov or to Chekhov for at least a couple episodes while we build these characters. And then we'll get Chekhov in there and we'll, we'll get more on him and more build. And that's how you do it. But this show, like fucking Witcher Blood Origins, is like, oh, here's this character, and here's their mom and their dad and their background and where they came from and how old they are, and here's the next character. Here's their mom and their dad and their background and where they came from. Like, let's just dump everything about all the characters immediately. And the problem with this fucking Another Life show is it was like diversity the video game movie. Like, every character had some fucking quirk. And the quirk was like, this one's trans. This one's non-binary, which I thought was the same thing, but no. This one's the black dude. This one's the black woman who dates white dudes and hates black people. This one, like, it's all these different fucking characters. Here's the Hispanic chef. He's the chef. <laughs> like, if, like, oh my God. And they're all, they fucking, the first episode, they mutiny this woman, played by Katie Sackhoff. They do a mutiny. Okay? And then within 20 minutes, not showtime, not 20 minute runtime, 20 minutes in the show, they wake her back up so she can solve the problem. <laughs> it's like girl power, the video game, the movie. I swear to God, 
It's so fucking stupid. And you have the same thing in Blood Origins. You have these character introductions that are just super short, but act like you should know everything. Like, they dump all this information, but then also, oh, here's the fucking ca- the fucking guy rides in on a fucking horse and cuts off the head of this thing to save this woman. Like, this is this guy. He's Hero Man. All right, we're following him. Uh, okay, so tons of fucking tropes in this fucking show that's stupid. There's there's like a scene where you meet this girl, this black girl, super powerful, awesome woman who is so good. She used to be the best that she had to stop and became a musician because she was the best and she did terrible things. And you meet her sister and oh, it's her sister and their sister. And, um, and no, her sister died five minutes later. Oh, my God, my sister's dead and I'm holding her on the ground. No. Anyways, I'm going to loot all these corpses and, and now I'm not mourning anymore or grieving. I, I got to hook up with this. Now we're going to go off with this elf. Guy. They're all elves, by the way. And here's the thing. Normally, when you want to get across in, a, in something you're writing, maybe you're an aspiring writer and you want to get across some kind of, this place is diverse. Okay. You want to have a, a place in your world where all these different cultures come together like a melting pot? Makes complete sense. Here on planet Earth, we have one of those. It's called America. We have a couple of them. There's a couple places where you can go and it's very diverse. You know, mostly white countries. Uh, don't know why. But if you go to South, Af- South America, it's mostly Hispanic people. You're not going to find a lot of uh, Asian people hanging out down there. You'll find some. But you're not going to walk into a town in Brazil and be like, oh my God, look how diverse it is. It's mostly Hispanic people. Because that's how shit works. And in a fantasy setting, you kind of want to reflect the concept of groups of people because it's a fantasy world. It's not some futuristic sci-fi. Well, they all come out and we're say, like, oh, we'll need to pot. reshape this IP to fit our modern world. We want to reflect our modern but world. We, it's like, a why? modern world. I don't want to watch a show that looks like it was filmed at the fucking Renaissance Fair. You know? It's all, yeah, but you're, exactly. But it's, why would you want it to be a modern world? It's a fantasy. Fantasy settings are not supposed to be modern. I mean, That's this why is why fantasy. our generation will never come out with anything timeless. Like, we're never going to have a Star Wars. I mean, you know, other than the, the literal, yeah, there's Star Wars, but it ain't Star Wars. You know it's not. Right. I know what you're saying. We're never going to have an Indiana Jones, a Willow, you know, the, the, Back to the Future, literally timeless. It's rehash shit trying to be making it fucking modernized. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's a reason much. people look at the 80s and go, oh, man, look at that 80s nostalgia. It's when all Let the good original shit came nostalgia. out. Like, you can't get that if you try to modernize everything. It doesn't make any sense for a fantasy world because a fantasy world is usually set in like a medieval styled world where people are using swords and shields with some magic thrown in. You, you, a modern world is modern because it's... I, I can't... It's just an excuse because they don't know any other way to write. I gotta sound stupid just to explain this. A modern world's modern because it's modern. <laughs> like, <laughs> what else can I say? Crazy people are crazy because when you want to do when you want to do sci-fi, there are certain standards you put into place for what we all understand to be sci-fi. It's a beyond modern. So there's more mixing of the races. There's more 
clutter of people everywhere there's it's like that's the concept you want to do dystopian which comes down before sci-fi before you're out in space traveling you do dystopian that's where it's getting there but we're not traveling the stars yet or maybe it's dystopian just on this one world and these people can't escape it or something right like that's the kind of it's what makes things interesting like when you watch firefly and it's like fucking rednecks on a planet somewhere because they're that's they're it's also just better when it's themselves. not spelled out for you, right? When like they right. keep finding new shit, and it's like, well, how deep does this go? When you have something right. like Firefly, you can have pretty good number of planets and be like, yeah, it's completely different. Completely, di- yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> it creates it creates a great aspect to write from too. It's the Star Trek system, right? Like each planet's kind of different, and that means different settings, different people, different problems. It's it creates a, a near limitless platform from which to write stories. But when you try to modernize things, you're sticking everything into a box of the of modern times in a a setting that isn't modern. So it doesn't make any fucking sense. Case in point, everywhere in the Witcher Blood Origins is fucking diverse. There's different colored people everywhere, and it makes no fucking sense. These are elves, first of all. Okay, elves have different colors. Fine, whatever. But why are all the the black elves and all the white elves? Or is there no place where there's just white elves and just black elves? We can't we can't do that. Even though that's how origin it's called. Whatever. The point is, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Because just like in our modern world, there was a period in time where everybody came from fucking specific locations. Okay. The Chinese fucking dynasty was full of Chinese fucking people, man. All right? It wasn't like, oh, look, it's the fucking Zing Zong Ping Pong dynasty. And here's uh, fucking, you go down the streets and it's just full of white people and black people and Asian people. And there's Japanese people there and there's Koreans there. And everybody's eating kimchi and sushi and fucking hot dogs. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, why in Destiny is everyone eating ramen all the time? <laughs> that's future what is the I can, deal listen, with ramen I can, I can allow future <laughs> stuff that's future but fantasy isn't future okay Star Wars is sci-fi so it's okay for all that diversity you go to a planet there's like 50 different fucking alien races on the planet in varying degrees that's fine that, you ever see a gamer nerd complain about that you woke asshole no because it makes fucking sense in a fantasy setting most groups are already isolated it creates interesting storytelling that's why we like it (laughs) fuck you know what you don't get in sci-fi storytelling the kind of scenarios you get in fantasy storytelling related to the fact that these groups of people are fucking segregated from one another okay the cgi fucking trash not going to talk about it much it's just fucking trash for a, a show that puts witcher title on it <sighs> listen even if you i'm not expecting you to have like a game of thrones fucking are we still creating shit like in the uncanny valley <laughs> yeah I, like i, I thought we were almost it. out of the uncanny valley like 10 years ago we're still well, in it jeez uh, i mean game of thrones looked really fucking good and that was a long time ago um they were doing really good shit in a lot of the first couple seasons a long fucking time ago. It, it's crazy. 
<laughs> I feel like there's not much of an excuse anymore. A lot of these CGI things, there's a lot more AI that used to that didn't used to exist, like that does the work for you. As we move forwards with software technology and things like Photoshop and and uh, all kinds of uh, modeling programs and whatever CGI After Effects, all that stuff. And new iterations come along with stuff that people used to have to learn to do as just AI pro functions that do it for you now. Um, you used to have to painstakingly mask shit out in Photoshop. Now you just fucking hit a button and it does it for you. Anyways, no fucking excuse for piss poor CGI. I don't know who the fuck is working on that. Stop. This is... Stop with the diversity hires. That's the only, I'm good. And that's, listen, that's not me trying to be an asshole. Like, I hate black people. No, I'm saying, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt that you're not just some piece of shit director or producer or whoever fucking made that decision going, let's go with the cheapest. Let's outsource this to fucking Guadalajara or some shit. Like, Let's outsource this to a place that has people that don't know how to fucking program or do CGI. I'm not asking that you do Weta, for fuck's sake, but maybe, maybe hire people based off merit, you know? Same goes for writing chops. I know that there's people out there that's like, ah, fucking... You know, there's some good directors. Or at least, at the very least, hire discovered. people that enjoy the source material. Like, why the fuck are you keep right. hiring people that are either indifferent or actively don't like the source material? Yeah, if you're going to take something specifically from something that already exists. I'm tired I mean, of Ryan yeah. Johnson's. I don't want people walking into an established franchise like fucking Star Wars and be like, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm really glad that I got Star yeah, Wars so that I could do my own thing with I'm like, fuck off. That's not only disrespectful to the source material, it's narcissistic as fuck to think that you should take something that's beloved and time-honored and then just go, mm, I'll do my own thing with it. Who the fuck are you, man? You're an insignificant speck in the, the birth of the galaxy and the death of the universe, and you're over here taking something that is way grander than you will, are, and will ever be and trying to make your own thing out of it. Fuck you, make your own thing. You know what Ryan Johnson did a pretty good job on? His shitty little fucking uh, Colonel Mustard thing. Colonel Mustard uh, in the library movie that he made. You know? The m murder mystery thing. And why hey, the fuck would I ever watch that? It, it's not bad. I'm just saying. I don't saying, care. Why would I ever I'm, support that guy? I'm just saying some people are good at things and not good at other things. He's good at making one of the easiest films you can ever fucking make, a murder mystery. <laughs> Literally just played a game of Clue and that was his story. Okay. <clears throat> so, aside from like being forced to mourn characters, I'm, I'm gonna like knock over all the small little bullshit, like dumb character deaths that they literally try to get you invested in characters that you've only seen for like 10 minutes of screen time. Like for example, spoiler alert at the end, the, the fucking major bad guy is like, I'm going to fucking do the thing. And people are like, don't do the thing. And it's like, you expect one of these characters you've been following the whole time to step up and sacrifice themselves. But no, it's this side character, Brad, who like nobody, Oh, he's, he's this guy's sister or this, this girl's, brother and 
I he you've seen him for ten minutes total. He's gonna do it. Oh, how noble! And I don't fucking care. Oh, he's dead. Okay. Well, that's bit. That's what a convenience, Mark. I mean, wow. How convenient is it that nobody I'm invested in just died? <laughs> that's great. So none of this show, they have characters in this show that are from the games and the, the books that are nothing like those characters. It's one of them. They turn gay with the main bad guy. It's just whatever. I don't care. <clears throat> they create the first witcher in this show. And I shit you not, he turns into like, you know, you remember the Hulk movie that had abomination in it? Yeah. The only good one. You know, remember how Abomination looked? Take yep. that and then melt half of him like he just had a stroke. That's what this guy looked like. I don't know why. I don't know why the first Witcher turns into some weird Hulk-like monster misshapen hunchback of Notre Dame and then goes crazy and kills a bunch of people. And then the lady that had sex with him and is carrying his baby, LOL, Kills him. <laughs> the lady that carrying his baby, by the way, superhero black lady, the one we talked about earlier with the sister she didn't care about, apparently. Wow, amazing. They literally rip off the Avengers Scarlett Johansson scene where she's like rubbing her hand down his face to calm him down. Except instead of him calming down, she kills him in that moment as he's, un, you know, whatever. <clears throat> I'm not going to talk about how stupid the queen character is or anything like that. Though. Yeah. Just trust me. It's fucking dumb. Um, so <laughs> this character, this most awesome uh, independent black woman with her stupid songs is actually one of the, has, is an evil person. Okay. <clears throat> she burns okay. children alive. She burned children alive. Yeah, but she has a redemption arc probably though, right? No. <laughs> they had the opportunity to do that. She wanted to be the first witcher, um, which came at the cost of possibly dying. But instead of giving it to her, they gave it to the guy. Because, I guess because they needed her to live so that it could be revealed that, spoiler alert, she is the ancestor this is like a thousand years or something like that before the games. She's the ancient ancestor of Siri. Uh -huh. Which means Siri is black. So uh, don't be surprised going forwards when they come out with more shows or video games and Siri is black in those. Um, <clears throat> not sure. Well, I know the remake in Witcher. Series and also they're making a new elf. Witcher after that. Series also technically part elf, whatever small part it is. What is that? Ten generations, One, a thousand. Ten twenty fourth. One ten twenty fourth or something like that. Well, considering one know. generation is roughly <clears throat> what thirty years. Yeah, how long do elves live? Oh, well, in Witcher, I don't fucking know. Listen, I'm not a big Witcher fan. I'll give you that, but. From what I know from playing some of The Witcher and seeing shit, make no fucking sense, man. And the convergence of the spheres happens, guys. Oh! 
The end. <laughs> That's why it's called Blood Origins, because it's the Blood Origins of Siri. Not only has she got elf in her blood, she's got black in her blood. See? She's a good white girl. She's one of the good ones, guys. Technically, black. Which is the best kind of black, you know? Technicality. I don't well, understand. I'm glad what the I point didn't watch is. it. Thank you. I really don't get it. It's it's like a bunch of shit that has nothing to do with anything of the modern series. A couple characters they try to put in, and then one of the characters they put in that can time travel sees Siri or something at the end. Like, oh, that they connected at the very end. Like, oh, look, it's a it's a prophet, and she prophesizes about Siri and the the baby that you're carrying is the the ancestor to the one day she will be the the one what do you mean the one siri she's the one the one what Geralt of riviera whatever his fucking name is that's who people care about man nobody gives a fuck about siri yeah but you play a siri in the third game <laughs> nobody cares everybody wants to be Geralt. He's cool. He's got... He fucking talks like this, and he's got a horse named Roach, and it's fucking cool, and he's got a sword, and he kills people. And, and he's he's kind of a cool character. He's got some depth to him because he he kind of kind of relates to the monsters because everybody kind of sees him as a monster too. So he doesn't always kill the monsters, and he doesn't always kill all the witches. And he people has are the real them. monsters. Right? Yeah, exactly. But no, 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 no. It's about Siri, and she's the chosen one. To do for what? For some great fucking grand thing we gotta make up at some point. Oh, she's gonna carry the one ring into the fire about doom. I don't fucking know. Who? What? I mean, I I didn't play the Witcher games. I tried to, but I really couldn't because I tried to play them after the fact. And I didn't like, like the first two. Trying to go I didn't back really play any of them. Until it was a gameplay three. issue for the first two, but I, I don't think the story's terrible. So I don't know exactly the story behind Siri beyond Siri's just a girl that Geralt. Well, was, actually, was I, like I went through the taking the care of, like she was going to be his replacement, right? Wasn't that the whole point? No, book, I mean she she has elder blood in her. That's all from the game. Well, yeah, elder blood. That's the elder blood. The She's got powers black, and shit. Elder blood means black elf. She has powers. Okay, yeah, but is she? Why are we treating her like she's fucking? She's but like like Obi Wan's gonna come along and be like she's the chosen one. We have to take care of her. She'll bring balance to the monsters and people. Is it Obi Wan or fucking John Lennon? <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> Just saying, like, <laughs> who fucking cares? Whatever. So that was that was Blood Origin. If you like it, you like it, and Sounds I don't cool. know why. I'm going to stop trying to cash in on popular IPs. I, I don't think the talent, they don't have the talent to create good original shit. There's so many checkboxes to hit, there's no room left for anything <clears throat> genuine in any of these new shows. Oh yeah, you hear anything about this new uh, Joaquin Phoenix movie? Joker <laughs> 2? No. It's called Bo is Afraid. I watched the... Uh, trailer for it and i have no idea what the fuck it's about i watched some movie 
the other night with the wife. It's not new by any means. Got this character called the Grabber in it. Uh, it was called. Oh God! What was the What was the name of this fucking movie? Black Phone. See that movie? No, I've never no. heard of it. It's a thriller type <clears throat> movie. It's got. Uh, I I won't spoil it because you should definitely watch it. It's it's about this character, this guy that abducts children, and uh, it's the the guy that abducts children is Ethan Hawke. Oh, so it's not so, Joe Biden. No. It's got it's got pretty good it's pretty good because it's like set in the right at the beginning of the eighties like nineteen seventy eight. There's this child abductor and murderer that people call the grabber, prowling the streets of this Denver suburb, and so like you follow these two siblings and one of them has like uh, some psychic abilities, and the kid gets grabbed. I won't go into all the ending, but the kid gets grabbed and there's this phone on the wall that's not plugged in, and through this phone, he can communicate with the dead kids that this guy's already killed. And through that, he's able to solve almost like a puzzle to survive this whole scenario, potentially. Um, this sounds like, like a lot like another movie that Ethan Hawke did. He was in like some scary movie where he was trying to figure out like, or he was an author or something. And he lived in a house where like some murders happened. He finds a box in the attic. There's like a, an old projector. And, like, there's, like, all these, like, kids that were, like, I don't know if they were killed or whatever. My girlfriend's watched this movie, like, a million times, but About I've only caught glimpses of it. But, yeah, it sounds a lot like that fucking movie. How many, how long of a movie is it? The, <clears throat> other, the one I'm talking about? Yeah. How long is it? I mean, yeah. it can't, average movie length, I would assume. It's average, about six inches, but it's thick. Six inches or so. Like two, about two hours is what you're saying? Sure. And she's watched this a million times. I don't believe you. How many days that would be? Okay, liberal. God damn it. <laughs> Literally a million times. <laughs> Short. Short. It took her 5.4 years to watch, okay. idiot. <laughs> More than a handful of times. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> This guy takes this shit serious. It's crazy. <laughs> he thinks I'm over here being serious about like how you're literally I'm... going out of your way. Hey, did you know Ethan Hawke was married to Uma Thurman? Yeah, that's where Maya Hawke came from. Who? Stranger Things chick did the video on YouTube with her titties out. Music video. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You want me to, over to find it for you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah just for you know research, bro. I don't want to be left Please. out of the loop. <clears throat> you can't be out of the loop. I don't want to be out of the loop. No, but this this movie was actually pretty good. It, uh, I would say, like, th without spoiling too much, I feel like the ending could have went a different way, but they didn't. Like, they 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 play on the paranormal concept of the phone uh, and the sister also having similar powers like it's how their mom died or whatever was that she's had she had the same voices or whatever and ended up killing herself but it was it's actually being able to see shit and talk to the dead or whatever 
And so, like, the the killer says in the beginning of, kind of close to the beginning of the movie, like, that phone hasn't, he, like, he's holding the phone, the kid's holding the phone, he's like, what are you doing with that phone? It hasn't worked since I was a kid. Which implies that he was, a, even one of the kids talks about it, he wants to know, you know, how it works or something like that or whatever. Like, it implies that he was able as a kid to, you know, figure out that this phone worked for him as a kid to talk to dead people and that's why he's capturing kids and putting them in this basement and going through this whole game process he plays with them before he kills them he's trying to find a kid that it works on or something but then it just kind of abandons that near the end and turns more towards like a this kid's gotta get out of their psycho thriller type thing I don't know could have been more it's the you might have seen the mask though like the there's definitely a lot of people wearing that fucking mask this Halloween. Apparently, it's based off a character from Lon Chaney's London After Midnight. <clears throat> the oh that one, <clears throat> I don't know what that is. It's an old black and white movie. I it's hard to watch old black and white movies for me. I have watched a few like classics. Man, it's difficult. <laughs> people just accepted. A lot more back in those days. It's just, yeah, totally. A hundred percent. That was an okay movie. I guess it's time to get into the portion of uh, the pseudo-politics portion that's going to eventually lead into the politics portion. And by that I mean video, we'll start with video game politics, which is the Adam Sessler event. As we could call it. I don't know who that is or what that event entails. So for people that don't know, Adam Sessler was a personality on a TV show that was on a channel called G4. Back in the day, G4 was, it was like, I don't remember what the G4 stood for. Something games related. It was basically a TV channel for, for nerds. They had a lot of cool shows on there. Uh, they had some tech shows for computer stuff. That was fucking great. I used to watch the shit out of that. They had Attack of the Show was on G4, um, which was kind of like a... I, I don't know what you would describe that. It, they just kind of did shit. But um, another thing they had was X-Play. X-Play was Adam Sessler's show. X-Play had like Morgan Webb and these other people on it, and they would review video games. It's a video game review channel. Um, and Adam Sessler was the head guy. Uh, <laughs> seemed pretty cool Man, back, in the, back in the day. And um, <clears throat> Was that his he, actual title? Head guy? No, I'm just saying he was like the, the front man, <laughs> whatever you yeah, want to call it. That's what you said it was. He's a head guy, right? <laughs> Gives a lot of head. So, why people so like as the, the front man, he, did, he was like kind of beloved oh, now he's by the, the gaming community. You know. Yeah, or the rear man, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, this guy has hit rock bottom. Now, I'm not, I don't mean monetarily. He's probably got a lot of money. He's probably resting on his laurels pretty nicely. I think he streams or some shit. So he's got like a norm, a normie audience. Um, this guy is infamous these days for saying things like he hates his Republican family members and hope they drink piss and would die. Um, kind of fucked up to say about your own family just because you have different political opinions. He's literally uh, a lot of Wojaks have been made about him. You might have recognized. Some might be recognizable. Some may not. But um, 
he's he's really what's wrong with this country are these people that believe that anybody that has different political opinions to them are evil like oh you think that abortion should be banned you're evil like they're they're not capable of understanding the nuance of oh this person thinks that the baby should have you know constitutional rights or that something like that or regardless of whether or not it's a religious opinion it's kind of fucked up to look at somebody that wants babies to live and say, that's evil. I don't think so. Um, I don't think it's evil for people to say that a woman should be able to choose. You know, there's nuance involved in a lot of these political decisions people have. Most people aren't making their political decisions based off of some evil idea. I know it's easy, easy to think that. Normal people aren't single-issue voters that only care well, about minimum. Even uh, it's not relative to single-issue too, because it, one of the misnomers that people have is like, "Oh, Republicans, they don't, they don't care about poor people because they did this." Here's a case in point. Here's a notification I just received where the White House put out a statement. 221 House Republicans voted last night to help super wealthy people and big corporations cheat on their taxes. That's just a very dishonest way to put forward the idea that conservatives, as a core, <laughs> the people value, putting that out are very government. rich people. Well, that's irrelevant. I'm making the point that, like, conservatives believe at a core value that the government should be smaller, that there should be less government, that the larger a government is, the more prone to ty tyranny it is. Whether or not you agree with that is irrelevant because. That's their core belief. It's not an immoral belief. They're not firing, they're not defunding the idea of hiring 87,000 IRS agents because they think, I fucking hate people being having jobs. I think these people should go home and suffer and die. That's not why they're doing that. It's because they don't want a big IRS. They don't, and there's a lot of people on the right that aren't conservatives, like libertarians, who think that income tax is theft and the IRS shouldn't exist. Now, you can disagree with that and think that taxes are a good thing or what have you, whatever. Yeah, sure, you can be yeah, a lunatic. Yeah. If you think that, you clearly don't work. You don't have an income. Well, I mean, there's certainly people that think or that you have an exorbitant require income. taxes to work and that the income tax is fair or something. That's fine if they want to believe that. I think you're wrong and I disagree, but I don't think your argument's from a moral position. I don't think you're coming down going, I love taking money from people because fuck those people. I don't think that's what's happening. I think there's people out there that are going, I think taxes are good because they make the economy, blah, 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 blah. That's not what Adam Sessler does. Adam Sessler immediately assumes malcontent on his political opposition because he believes these kind of rhetorical uh, regurgitations like this bullshit the White House just put out about how, oh yeah, they, they totally voted to help super wealthy people, even though Democrats oversaw the largest upwards transfer of wealth in human fucking history under Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> but okay, sure, that it's Republicans. If, if you think it's one side, you're misinformed, I'm sorry to say. Both of these fucking parties aren't out here giving a fuck. And by the way, there's been studies that show that the IRS targets poor people more than anything with their audits. So, uh, whatever. Uh, there's a note on this. The House voted 20, 221 to 210 to pass H.R. 23, which, if it became law, would rescind up, up 
unspent funds previously appropriated in PL 117-169. There is nothing in either this bill or relevant sections of the existing law specific to citizen income levels or the size of corporations. So there's somebody that is being in the middle, not biased, directly addressing those fucking claims. And Adam Sessler is not one of those people. Adam Sessler says fucked up, terrible shit. Um, <clears throat> for example, he says uh, one of the worst things you can do to society, and this is in response to a tweet someone said, this will surely bring the audience back, Adam. He said, one of the worst things you can do to society is teach a gamer to believe in themselves. After the past few months, what kind of simple-minded, sheltered dick twiddle thinks I have any interest in them as an audience or any interest in games content anymore? So, you know, just a guy who made it famous and wealthy off of games content, just turning around and pissing on the ladder he climbed up. Yeah? Very, very typical tactics with these type of people. <clears throat> this guy says, oh, Adam, I am legit. I was a, f a follower of you way back when. Then you went weird. Finally unfollowed you after your political tantrums got boring. You still get credit for introducing me to Demon Souls way back when. Hope you find some peace someday. He responds, hope you eat shit and puke. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hope you eat shit and then puke? Or hope you eat shit and puke like at the same time? No telling. He didn't really use any punctuation. The guy responded to him, Merry Christmas. Here, this guy says, Strain? None whatsoever. I'm just trying to figure out what puts you in a category that plays games but isn't a gamer. Because the math ain't mathing. He responds, Bro, that sounds more like a you problem. I know who I am. The same guy says, You worked in the gaming industry for 20 plus years but didn't play games? So either you're a fraud or a liar. Which are we going to pick here? He responds, never said I didn't play games. I'm replying, I'm replaying Jedi Fallen Order right now. Seriously, don't strain yourself putting this together. Semantics isn't good YouTube material. So you're calling yourself a micro dick public life, pubic lice and are self-projecting? Or you're not a gamer anymore? But, and this is in response to him calling gamers. Like he blanket said gamers... <laughs> Are <laughs> micro dicked pubic lice. Yeah, but if you're a gamer, that's yourself, is what this guy's point is. <clears throat> like he's, he's, he had a meltdown on Twitter. Uh, he says, okay, I'm going to be a little more blunt than usual to clear things up for gamers. I'm out of games slash entertainment because I founded an AI company that was bought by Reddit. I'm semi retired by choice, you juvenile fuck. Now, excuse me while I return to the adults. <laughs> An AI company. He turns around and starts playing Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the God, fuck, if you'd man. excuse me. I have things to do. Okay, so that's the he news. He had a fight with some guy on Twitter. Well, he changed his Twitter handle to Adam Gamers are stupid, Cecil. I mean, that's true, though. I mean, I get That's, it. That is true. I hate it when people try to make this a fucking community. Thank you for supporting my community. Like, they just want to see tits. That's it. Well, this is this is off the back of like, this guy tried to resuscitate G four, and it didn't work. And now he's kind of melting down about it. You know, he's one of these guys that'll jump on the bandwagon that oh, it's a bunch of 
people that hate transsexuals and stuff, and you know, he's like, "Oh, Gamergate, that kind of shit," you know. I mean, this is a, he, so it all started when he said, "Ah, it's one of those wonderful mornings where I wake up thrilled that I'm not a gamer," and then like a couple hours later, says, "I'm actually, I didn't say I'm not a gamer. <laughs> I'm playing Jedi Fallen Order right now." Well, what? Huh? <laughs> yeah, this guy said, "Why do they think? Why do they all think you personally ran G4 and made all the financial decisions?" And Adam responds, "I have a theory on this. It's because gamers are small dick synaptically challenged social scabies." Yeah, but you're a gamer. What? All right, you know. He's got lunatic outriders too. Here's this person that says, "Are you angering the racists again?" And he says, "Yes." can't resist what is racist about any of this i mean if you go well, back and look at his old content he was a, he seemed like a genuine good guy i think this guy got a case of tds i feel like that's what's gone on it, it, he didn't start acting like this until after trump won office i think this is one of those people who their brain melted when he became president like it really upset him I bet this guy owns an electric stove. <clears throat> well, things things I have learned from gamers today. They love paying for Twitter. He has a blue check mark saying this. Maybe it's he, a legacy. Speaking of that, have so. I gotten my blue <clears throat> check? I got it. It's back, everyone. I'm important. He says again. they need me to be one of them. They are at the center of all things at all times. They must inform me of my irrelevance repeatedly and in great volume. Like, yeah, gamers will pay for fucking Twitter because we grew up paying for things like Xbox Live and shit. Yeah. What's another fucking subscription? It's funny because it's not even like they're against the, the fact that you bought a blue check mark. They're against the fact that it's even a choice, right? Like, they don't like that you get... There's a choice now. All you have to do is pay for it. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean, this guy's lost his fucking mind. Um, <clears throat> he basically had a meltdown the other day. I, I You know, this, this guy... He, I don't know what happened in his life. I mean, I, I know I attribute it to TDS, but who knows? Man, why um, are they, all these idiots... He doesn't seem happy. How are all these idiots able to make a living off of video games? And they don't even like them. I mean, we've been playing video games our whole fucking lives. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess you gotta just be somebody that sucks a lot of corporate dick. Because that's definitely what he did. Presented. I mean, I mean you don't make it. <laughs> you don't make it in, in Hollywood like he did without suck, sucking some corporate. Well, you don't dick. need Hollywood anymore. Well, not anymore, but that's where he made it. I mean, these people took Twitch and just <laughs> desecrated it. Used to be kind of a cool place, you know? You can go and watch people that reminded of your buddies when you were a kid just play video games and shit. And it was crazy because you're like, man, that's going to take like a lot of hard work and you're going to have like really expensive internet. And like it was pretty exclusive. They didn't have all these built-in tools and everything. You can do it without. 
all that well, shit now. Thing, here's the thing that people don't understand when we talk about the Adam Sussler thing. Like, yeah, he's absolutely allowed to be the way he is and do whatever the fuck he wants. Um, well, but what he's saying at, is when stupid. When you look back at him in his early career and his mid-career when he was at his height and people watched him all the time, he, he came off, he presented himself as a, a chill, cool, funny guy. There's a lot of funny skits he was in. He wrote a lot of funny shit. He did a lot of funny shit, and he was entertaining. And now he's not entertaining, but that's fine. Okay, you don't have that essence anymore. Uh, you don't want to be a part of gaming anymore. You believe in some woke shit. Fine. But to go out on a platform and tell people who watched him as they were growing up and stuff that they're piss ants, that they're useless, that they're trash. This is the thing that really irks me about people on the left. And I, I know I'm being broad when I say on the left. It's not all, I know. But there's a very large portion of people on the left who say things and then do things completely different. They'll sit here and play the moral high ground all day and talk about emotional IQ, you know, the makeup bullshit about how there's this EQ thing and it's different to IQ and oh, we're, we on the left, we're more emotionally, we, we have a higher emotional IQ, an EQ, you know, our, our emotional intelligence is way higher and we're way more moral and we think about people's feelings and, and this is why it's important to us to do all these things and protect trans people and all this stuff. And then they turn around, and if you don't have the same political ideals as they do, all of that goes out the window. Every fucking bit of it. They're the, the least nice people on the fucking planet. You know, they'll sit here and gaslight you all day that the, the worst people on the planet are Christian Republicans, and they're out here to try and ruin your day. I don't have any Christian Republicans ever coming out me. I've never seen them going after fucking people on the left, telling them they're pieces of shit and they should end their lives, and all this stuff. But this is stuff these people on the left do all the time. They freak the fuck out and have a meltdown and tell you about how you should be in a camp or some shit. Like, that's that's who this guy is. And there's people, he's literally out here playing the moral high ground, talking about his Republican family members who he thinks are abhorrent because he believes them to be morally inferior to him. And then he turns around to people who looked up to him and basically shits all over them affecting their day maybe even their lives because there's people out there that can't handle that kind of stuff i'm not saying they're going to kill themselves or whatever but there's certainly people out there who he's for no reason of all at all has made people who liked him and looked up to him have you know just affected their day whatever their day their month or whatever the fuck so it, it's crazy to me for these people to to claim the moral high ground and the emotional high ground when they're the g most giantest pieces of shit to people ever. Ever. And I get that there's like random nobodies out there that are like, oh, as soon as somebody dies on the left, aha, he must have been vaccinated. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. And that person is definitely, you know, acting on a situation that could be the case. And you could point at that from somebody on the left and claim the moral high ground that this pe person... But you don't see people like Ben Shapiro doing that. You don't see... Oh, you could see the people that fucking... Uh, that, that diamond chick from the Diamond and Silk. Well, again, I'm not talking about normal people, like well, small No, I'm saying, people. like, looking at the, the people reply to that, like her dying, 
there are so many people like good oh she died from covid blah blah yeah, blah but i'm not what i'm saying like, is i'm shit, not concerned bro, about the small people for. of course there are small people out there that have nothing to lose but you never see ben shapiro when somebody on the left dies or is sick and comes out and is like hey probably that vaccine shouldn't have got vaccinated you piece of shit you never see people like um jordan peterson coming out and being like oh all the people on the left are pieces of shit that should die in a fire and i wish my lefty family members and and uh uh other lefty phys uh, physical therapists or, or mental therapists would die in a fire you never see that show me a case of that but on the left they do that shit all the time and i don't mean normies i'm talking about Maxine Waters, people like that, like people will come out all the fucking time that are like party leaders and and big fucking celebrities. Look at the View; they do it all the time on the View. They'll come out and be like, "Look at these piece of shit people," that like, and they claim the fucking moral high ground. It's fucking insanity. I mean, that's the fastest way to push me away from your side. And people like Adam Sessler would hear somebody like me say that, a rational thinking person, say, hey, buddy, uh, you're not doing anything to win me back over to your side because I used to be over there on the left. He'll say things like, good, fuck you, you fucking worm piece of shit. Like, that's the kind of person he is. And a lot of them are like that. And like, okay, don't come to me when they round you up in camps in Minecraft. Because I'm in not going to grieve in Minecraft. <clears throat> Speaking of gassing people, uh, you can't use gas stoves anymore, apparently. Or <laughs> I mean, I know that's salacious to say that because it's probably not going to happen. But God, imagine being on the side of the fucking people that are saying, we should get rid of gas stoves. Fuck me, dude. Just unfucking believable. You know that the entire culinary world believes that gas stoves are more precise and better to use for cooking? Uh, fu how many fucking times have you tuned into Gordon Ramsay and he's turning on a fucking electric burner? It doesn't fucking happen. Why? Why? I've wanted a gas stove my whole life. I think that's the sign of when you finally made it, right? That's like your your peak when you've peaked you'll have a, a gas yeah, just stove. buy an old house i have a gas stove in my old house <laughs> like, i mean gas is much cheaper than electricity i get it that it's probably some bullshit where somebody told them to say it because there's people in fucking corporate electricity world or something that wants to fucking you know get on top of that game but fuck me man Really? How what you get so people that can't fucking afford people living paycheck to paycheck should go out should have to go and rip out their fucking gas stoves and rewire their whole fucking kitchen to be able to use a 240 volt fucking electric I plug a fucking thing in my wall at home to charge my phone to run my computer and my monitors my television fucking uh heaters space heaters is 120 volts on that wall socket but if you want to have a fucking electric stove you need 240 it's a lot of electricity usage for that in your refrigerator you fucking pieces of shit well, any anything that produces heat essentially so you know your your um your dryer as well for your laundry that's also 240 so it's like, okay, or is it 240 or 220? 
two forty. Okay, yeah. It's it's double the one twenty. Yeah. So And it will kill you if you touch it. <laughs> <laughs> so not only is it very dangerous to ask poor people to do this themselves, it's very expensive to have somebody come in and do it for you. Yeah. And it ain't no easy fucking task running wire, man. Especially doing it the right fucking way. I mean, you gotta be a giant piece of shit to try and do something like that. Why even say it? Right? Meanwhile, like, they're flying in fucking airplanes to go to fucking G4 summits and shit. Yeah. They want... Fuck these people, man. And they're not flying economy either. They're and I'm not talking about the, the general people. Thing. I'm not talking about the voters, even the misinformed ones. I'm talking about these elite pieces of shit. Like, this is a day and age where people are doing Zoom calls for everything, yet the president still flies everywhere. Everywhere. They fly Zelensky out to the fucking he needs to go so, that they, the so he can have he a fucking, a a fucking moment in front of everybody. A helicopter. Like he takes they a drive a fucking giant vehicle called the Beast everywhere. Like, you gotta have a motorcade. Oh, we gotta Six fly fucking SUVs. Hop in the helicopter. Where's the helicopter taking us? Oh, to the airplane. Yeah. Okay. Gotta take a helicopter back up to my fucking home place to have a vacation again. Oh, Jesus, man. Well, Trump did that. Yeah, Trump ain't out here saying everybody else should rip their fucking gas stoves out. I hate that shit, too. You'd be like, the, the president's doing it. Well, the Republicans do it. Yes, our platform is not you fucking, you paying the fucking bill for fucking CO2 emissions. Is it? Jackass? I, I have the moral high ground there. Actually. Actually. <laughs> All right, I'm done. That's it. That's the political segment. It was mostly gaming. It was mostly gaming. Yeah. We lived up to our name. We have to have a little bit of politics, or it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, I'm sorry. How do you separate the two? Our politics may skew in one direction, but hey, challenge me at it. Come at me with your ideas. I'll read them and dismiss them immediately, but I'll read them. No, we'll explain in great detail why you're wrong. No, I, it's but like, change my mind. Change my fucking mind about something. I mean, even if you if all you got is regurgitated, parroted arguments, man, fine, whatever. I'll, I'll, hear, them, I'll hear them out. I'm not going to try to change your mind on stuff, but I'm just going to, I'm just, this isn't something that Matt Gates said yesterday and I'm repeating it. This is shit from my brain. You may think it's bad. You may think it's in, misinformed or or wrong, whatever. I'm not a terrible person. I don't want everybody to die. Not even fucking libtards. Not even Joe fucking Biden. I don't want that guy to die. I feel sorry for the guy. Guy could have retired as VP uh, under Barack Obama and been uh, done with it. But the machine sipping cocktails on a beach in. somewhere, and instead he's fucking up the country. It's not even him. It's his fucking cabinet. It's the people, whoever's got their fucking hand up his ass like a sock bucket, puppet. Like that. <laughs> fuck. Sock uh, fuck it. I'm done. <laughs> Clothes are out. hard. All right. Well, I don't have much else to say. Unfortunately, all I've done since last week is sleep and play Call of Duty. I haven't seen any of these shows, but I can, I can have opinions on them too.
That's all I have to say, Monty. You want to say anything? Nope. All right. Good talk. Mm-hmm.